0: We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: Now, I want you to notice something here. Again, that it is His compassion toward the sick that caused Him to be moved. See, He was just one reaper. The crowds are large. He saw the multitudes. One person just couldn't minister to them, see. I want you to notice that it's His compassion because it said, move with compassion on the multitudes. That it was His compassionate heart full of yearning over the increasing numbers that could not be reached just because one man, only one man's ministry. When he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching on God's Healing Mercies series on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer, Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. You see, if it was
1: universally taught, as it should be, like it is universally taught, that salvation, you know, the new birth, the remission, the mercy of God, the mercy of Jesus, the compassion of the Lord toward the sinner is unto all. Now, that's widely preached. That's, everybody believes that. And you don't have any trouble accepting it. But you see, if if the other side of the story, which is just as much truth, that his compassion to heal the sick toward the sick is just as great as his mercy toward the sinner, hallelujah, if that was just as widely preached, then faith, you see, everywhere would be on a higher level, more widespread, the easiest thing in the world to get deliverance and healing. Now, what did Jesus want this man to go publish how great things the Lord has done for thee. Now, why did he do the great things for thee? Because of his compassion, had compassion. Go advertise, go publish his compassion. You see, the compassion of the Lord has not been published. Very little said about it. Are you following me? Amen. All right, now then notice the results of this one man's testimony. Turn to Matthew the 15th chapter, the 30th and 31st verses, and we see the result of this one man's testimony given to advertise the Lord's compassion. Now, reading that 15th, 30th, 31st verse, unless you know this, where this happened, whether you'll not realize what happened here. But it says here, Matthew 15, 30, 31, and great multitudes, now this is in Decapolis, that's where this is. I added that there, but if if you'll study the chapter carefully, you'll find out that that's true. This is in Decapolis, and that's where he departed and began to publish in Decapolis what great things the Lord had done. All right, great multitudes, that is in Decapolis now, came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Insomence that the multitudes wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now, this came about because of that one man's testimony. What happened here came as a result of him publishing in Decapolis what great things the Lord has done for thee, and hath had compassion upon thee. Praise God. In other words, he advertised the Lord's compassion. I believe he's the same merciful, compassionate Jesus today that he was then. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. I've found out in dealing with people on a one to one basis uh, about receiving, like the baptism of the Holy Ghost, divine healing. I- I've said it to you before, I've said it again. I've said it to them very often now the Lord wants, in other fact, he's just yearning to heal you. He wants to fill you with the Spirit, yearning to. He wants you to be healed worse and more than you want to be healed. You know, they look at you in amazement. They couldn't hardly believe that. But if you know the Lord's compassion, you know that. Hallelujah. Now then, let's take another look at a passage concerning the Lord's compassion. And that's Matthew, the ninth chapter, the 35th, beginning to read with the 35th verse. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, And preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Hallelujah. There it is again. Moved with what? Compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth the labors into his harvest. Now as we go on reading into the 10th chapter, you'll notice, And when he had called unto him the twelve, he gave them power against unclean spirits, or authority against unclean spirits, to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And as you go on reading there, you'll find that he commanded them, saying, Go preach, heal the sick, and so on. Now, I want you to notice something here. Again, that it is his compassion toward the sick that caused him to be moved. See, he was just one reaper. The crowds are large. He saw the multitudes. One person just couldn't minister to them, see. I want you to notice that it's his compassion because it said, move with compassion on the multitudes. That it was his compassionate heart, full of yearning over the increasing numbers that could not be reached just because one man, only one man's ministering. When he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. And so, you see, he sent out the twelve. Hallelujah. Why did he send them out? Because he was moved with compassion on the multitude. Notice that he not only told them to preach the gospel, but he also told them to minister healing. Then you'll notice that he also, then later on, sent out the seventy. See, some people say, well, that was just the apostle. Did you notice that the 70 went out to do the same thing? They were, none of them were ever an apostle. Remember he sent out the 70 disciples? They came back rejoicing because of the spirit, the devil, the demons are subject to us. Praise God. Now notice that their harvest was to be the same harvest that he had. Hallelujah. The harvest that the 12 would reap, the harvest that the 70 was, was to reap is the same as his, his harvest. That is, praise God not only preached the good news, the gospel, the good news to the sinners, but also healing. Praise God for the sick. Now then, remember also that in John's gospel, the 14th chapter, the 12th and 13th verses, now let's look at this verse. We've looked at these verses many times in this class, but in discussing, like I said, sometimes Bible subjects Somebody said years ago, in discussing Bible subjects, it's sort of like climbing a mountain. Well, you climb up the north side of the mountain, you got one view. You climb up the south side of the mountain, you got another view. Same mountain. Identically the same mountain, but you got a different view entirely. And so we'll look at these scriptures from a little different viewpoint than what we looked at them before. That is, from the standpoint of his compassion. It was because that Jesus compassionate heart is moved toward the sick, that he said these words. In the 14th chapter of John's Gospel, the 12th and 13th verses, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Who? He that believeth on me. Now see, sometimes we want to put this off on somebody else, but now, do you believe on him? I say, do you believe on him? Somebody said one time, one of the simplest rules of Bible interpretation is who's doing the talking, who are they talking to, and what are they talking about? Well, Jesus is doing the talking here. Now, to whom is he speaking? And of whom is he speaking? He that believeth on me. Isn't that what he said? He that believeth on me. What he's talking, what's he talking about? The works that I do. He's talking about his works. Well, now, what kind of works did he do? Bible said he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. We just got through reading about some of his works, didn't we? I said, didn't we? Verily, verily, I say unto you, the works that I do, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now, you are you going to do it? Next verse, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that, that I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You're going to do it by using his name. Now, what caused him to do this? His great heart of compassion toward the sick. The very works that I do, shall you do also. Praise God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, Brother Bosworth made this statement concerning the ministry of what Jesus said here. He said, here, in 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 much preaching and preachers today, you got a strange, actually reversal of Christ's promise. Christ said, "The works that I do, shall ye do also, and greater works than these shall ye do." Now Jesus said that, didn't He? But yet you have people saying, "Well, yeah, but now that's not for us today." Well, in other words, that's tantamount to saying, "Well, no, uh, no." Uh, you see. Uh, you're not supposed to do. Well, that's not what Jesus did. He didn't say, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you're not supposed to do the works that I did. There's just no way that you can. No. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the works that I do shall ye do also, and greater works than these, he that believeth on me, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now then, going a step further, notice what he said in connection about going unto the Father. Notice in John 16 7, Jesus said, it is expedient. Expedient means profitable. It is expedient or it's profitable for you that I go away. Now notice this is the same thing he's saying there in John 14 12, when he said, Verily, verily, I send you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD series Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagin. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagin entitled Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at RAMA.org.
2: I want to thank all of you that are our partners. A partner is the one that helps us to keep this broadcast going yes. all the time, and uh, and and it's somebody that prays for us regularly, and somebody that sends an offering at least once a month, mm-hmm. and to help help us to keep this program going all over all over the world. We get testimonies all the time. Yes, in fact. I was I was somewhere just sitting at a mall somewhere, and a person came up and they said, "You don't know me, but I watch your television program all the time, and <clears throat> and I am a partner yes. with you." And I like that. I, I, if you see us out, hey, come up and greet us. But if you would like if you would like to become a partner, you can go to rama.org/slash. WPC and it tells you all the information but I want to thank all of you that are partners and you that are going to become partners with yes. us that
0: help us call one faith 99 that's toll free one faith 99 tomorrow Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on God's Healing mercies series that's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan